0: You're about to listen to a message by Pastor Ikina Okeke of the Father's Church. Please join Pastor Ikina Okeke and be blessed. Praise the Lord. Tonight we want to um, learn a few things and see how to, you know, maximize this interest that God has for his glory and in his glory. John 3 verse 27. In John 3:27, John the Baptist was speaking there. He was responding to the inquiry from the men that the Pharisees had sent asking him who he was and what they were to say about him and John made a statement which we can start from tonight he said a man can receive nothing unless it has what been given to him from above a man can receive nothing message puts it I think much clearer And um, in a way that it can be misunderstood, even though here we have said there's a difference between possession and receiving. How many of us remember that? There's a difference between someone being in possession of something and then someone receiving something. And we said Mandela received leadership of his people, isn't it? That's why after a four-year term that we are begging him to continue, he said no. But most of our other leaders, after eight years, they want to stay another 18 years. You know why? They've never really been leaders. They occupy the positions, but they never received it. That's why they want to continue. If I gave you, if you are thirsty now, and I gave you a, 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 what's that, um, the the big Coke, the uh, rubber one, 100 silver, one of them, and you finish drinking it, will you go and queue for another one? you're full praise god why because the coke has entered into you you have taken it it's the same thing when you have really received something it will satisfy you that's the proof so john says that no man can receive anything unless what god gives it to him proof that god hasn't given many people is that they're not satisfied you have it and you're still looking for it go and kneel down and say god please give me this thing this thing in my wardrobe give it to me do you understand People are married that are still looking for somebody outside. You have not received the word you have. Praise God. God has given you nose. Every day you're quarreling with the nose. You want the nose to be another way. <laughs> okay. But message helped us, you know, for even, even, even if there's no clarification then. It says, John answered, It's not possible for a person to succeed. I'm talking about what? A turnout success without heaven's help. So it is established here that whatever we are, whatever we become, it is the grace of God. It is the enablement of God. In fact, I I don't know if you remember the, the joke. I don't know whether it was a joke. It must be a joke that some scientists, you know, very brilliant team of scientists came together. And they said to God that, you know, all this big deal, you created man, you created man. Let's tell you that we can actually get into a competition with you. So they said to God, you create, we'll create. So, you know, they went ahead and they took some earth. God said to them, hold, hold it. This is, gonna make your earth first. Gonna make your earth first before you come and start this competition. Okay, because for everything science does, they call it raw material. Praise the Lord. And that raw material is something that is existing before. But when God started creation, the Bible says the earth was without form and void. And what was there? Darkness, void, everything, until what happened? God spoke. So God is the only one who has sole proprietor, sole ownership of everything. Why? Because he came out of his breath. Imagine if we were breathing and dollar was coming out. You don't, have to get, you don't have to sell something to make it. You just speak it and it comes. Hallelujah. You want to get to that level? Don't get to that level. Don't become like Midas that wanted everything he touched to become gold and then he touched the wife the wife became gold. he touched the daughter that he loved so much he became he wanted to eat touch his chicken he became golden chicken (laughs) okay so it's important to understand that and we're, we're going to try and see the application you know even for us as believers on sunday we looked at samson and we looked at nebuchadnezzar and these two people were successful in, you know in, in their own way and completely but God had issues with them because they didn't acknowledge it imagine God you know having to put Nebuchadnezzar to be like a beast you know for years until he learned that God was the source that's how important this glory thing is praise the Lord now if that is true then there must be an advantage okay if you and i learn the lesson in advance are you with me if we walk in that revelation already not waiting to be taken through it that's why the bible also makes it clear it says god gives grace to the humble but does what resist the proud so it's the same thing the man who is humble is a man who is acknowledging god who is knowing consciously reminding himself of where he's coming from of where he's going to and why he's standing okay i don't know if i mentioned that on sunday it's a place of rest if for nothing else when a man continually gives glory to god he finds himself in a place of rest you know what it doesn't depend on you i know many of us when you're watching your favorite teams you know on telly and all of that okay sometimes you have a bit of anxiety right but you see you're not stressed if the match goes into uh, 90 minutes extra time you just want them to win you know why you're not playing? Some of the players, I say, I bet let's lose this mind. Let this mind, end. we are dying here. You see, but you're just watching. You're not, you just want them to win, isn't it? Now, when you understand God's glory, then you'll also watch God. you come to a place where you don't, you see, it says not by power, not by might, but what? By my spirit. you come to a place where you just say, God, gain glory. Both of you are not uh, co-contributors, no. God be glorified. Why? Because, you see, he is the one who will bring it about. You're just looking for his glory. That's what you want, to come to him. Praise the Lord. So it it puts in a place of rest. You're not under pressure. You're not budding. And like we said, if something is also not happening, you're also not overbudding because when it happened, you didn't take the glory. So when it's not happening, you know what you do? You wait. Praise the Lord. Oh, you wait. You wait for him to do it. You humble yourself and wait. One of the steps that every genuine Christian is going to pass or experience if he's serious with God is the point where you can't explain your life. You know, many of us at a stage, our mouth is running. We can explain everything. We use GPS and say, "This this is where I'm going, this is the plan I have. A time will come where God will put you in a corner. And you can't explain. Imagine David after Samuel anointed him. If he told his friends, this is what has happened to the prophet. I mean, there were no two prophets. There was someone. The prophet has anointed me king. Praise the Lord. And his friends will probably take positions that they will assume. He'll probably, I'll give you this one. One year. David, how far? Two years. He's no longer in the palace. He's now in the, in the, in, in the desert. Four years old. ah, uh-uh, Oh, boy. The anointed of the Lord. He said, don't, don't talk. Saul is passing." He said, I thought they anointed you. Next thing, they want to kill you. This same person. Next thing, you're even outside of Israel itself. You become a fugitive. Do you understand? For years, almost 15 years, you are there with the anointing on you. What do you think God was telling him then? What do you think he was saying? He had no answer. A time will come if you're serious with God. Where you get into, you see, what that place teaches you is that it teaches you that God is God. You are man. Hear, O oh Israel, the Lord your God is what? There are no two. The rest of us are men. You know, I, I, unfortunately, when some of us cross that stage and we start talking, we talk as if there was no stage like that. It's bobo. Everybody passed it when they couldn't answer. Oh boy, so what's the Lord doing now? He said, I'm coming. <laughs> Before you, ever, you had an explanation for everything. And you could even interpret for other people. This is why you're there. This is why this is happening. When you pass your own, your mouth will close. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. But when we come to learn that it's His glory, I'm His. Praise the Lord. I belong to Him. That's what the child of God must say to The moment you become born again, you become the Lord's. It's His privilege and His choice to put you where He wants to put you now i'm not saying don't have dreams i'm not saying don't have aspirations praise the lord but remember he's lord and lord means master and master means he's in charge when the architect that designed this building designed it no block no iron no steel could stay safe from 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 the storehouse i want to be the block that is on the altar could any block say that no he had the right to use one block here he had the right to use another block for gatehouse that in his house praise the lord okay so when we have that understanding it takes away pressure i want us to look at a man paul and see some things from his life praise the lord let's look at paul and see quite a, a few things from his life okay it will help you and i in this journey second corinthians chapter 3 verse 4 it says and we have such thrust through Christ toward God not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think of anything as being from ourselves but our sufficiency is from God who also has made us what sufficient as ministers of the new covenant We, we can actually stop here you see Paul was making a point here which you and I must take to heart it says, we have such trust through Christ toward God. Not that we are sufficient. King James Version would say, not that we are able, not that we are able of ourselves to think of anything. Imagine now, just pause for a moment. Imagine now admitting that you're not sufficient for anything. Just, it's not easy to immediately think, because some of you are doctors, some of you are engineers, you have achieved a lot. But you know what that does? it means also that there is nothing you're insufficient for praise god paul says we don't even class us we don't even imagine we can do anything but they have done many things are you with me we don't imagine we don't presume that we could do anything but they have come this far what does he say it means somebody made me come this far and if I know that I was not able to come this far by myself. Is there any challenge that is going to be ahead of me that will make me lose sleep? Reason you and I are afraid of what we are to do is because we think we did the one that was done. But if I know I came this far by His mercy and there is a journey ahead of me, what am I? The same car that drove me and brought me here is still available. Are you with me? So it brings a certainty. It, bring, it settles my heart. I'm not afraid. But you see, if deep in my heart, I look at my life, so oh boy, don't try, sir. Then if there's something ahead of me, I will also look inside to say, oh boy, can you try? And when I see I can't try, then I become afraid. But Paul was saying here, we have such trust through Christ. Not that we are what? Sufficient of ourselves to think of anything. So all that He is. All that he has accomplished, he says, we don't even imagine is from us. Everything. He says, but what? Our sufficiency. Say to yourself, but my sufficiency is from God. Everything in my past, everything I've been able to do is from God. Now, the next line says, let's see the next line. Six. He says, who also made us what? Sufficient as ministers, servants, of the new covenant so the one who has done it has brought you into where you are some of us are embracing new assignments god who has been with you is with you do you understand god who has been with you is still with you he says made you minister servants of the new covenant so when the bible says god in christ is pleading to the world through us he said i've enabled you Praise God. Never read the scriptures and look to yourself to bring the power to accomplish it. Actually, that's one of the things you and I have as New Testament Christians. You know, when people come to Christ, we say, I believe Jesus Christ died on the cross, isn't it? And then he rose on the third day. Now, when we tell new Christians to confess that, we don't actually tell them when they go for counseling they tell them more when the christian believes jesus died on the cross you know he also died together with him so when i'm born again i am saying my old life is what dead the life i live now is no longer i that lives for what christ lives in me now if christ lives in me and christ did that can't christ do this but if christ lives in me but i did some of them i did all of them then the one that is yet to be done i won't be sure praise the lord so it says he made us able ministers servants the word minister means servants of the new covenant i want to tell you children of god everything in this new covenant god has said you can You know why? He's the one working in you to bring it to pass. You just have to agree with him. And there are reasons to agree with him. Look back. Look back. You know, like some preachers will will say, they say they're not where they want to be, but they're surely not where they used to be. And the God who brought you from where you used to be, that God is faithful. Anybody has had some change in his or her life ever, you've had some change, some change of heart. You've surprised, you've seen yourself change. Then God is saying, those heights shall imagine those dreams. some things you can't say no to now. God is saying, don't worry. I'm going to lift you high because I brought you where you are. Praise the Lord. The stability, the self-control, the love for God, the passion for God, all of that. He says, I'm the one who will do it in you. He says, I walk in you both to will and then what? To do. Praise the Lord. However, you know what? You must believe him. You must say, Lord, is that what you say? I agree. Praise the Lord. Let's look at Paul's statement in another place, First Timothy 1.12, saying the same thing. He says, And I thank Christ Jesus our Lord, who has what? Enabled me, because he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry. Let's read to seventeen, then we'll go back. Although I was formerly what, a blasphemer, a persecutor, and an insolent man, but I obtained mercy. Because I did it ignorantly and unbelief. And the grace of our Lord was what? Exceedingly abundant with faith and love which are in Christ Jesus. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save chinas. Paul says here, of whom I am chief. However, for this reason, obtain mercy that in me first Jesus Christ might show all long suffering. As a pattern to those who are going to believe in him for everlasting life now look at what it says in 17 this is where i wanted us to it, it says now to the king eternal immortal invisible to god who alone is what wise to god who alone is wise do you believe that better believe it from tonight to god who what alone is wise you know sometimes you just do something yeah i try Praise God. But Paul here is saying, based on my experience, God is the one who what? Alone is wise. So if I express wisdom, what has happened? God has expressed wisdom through me. But because he is the God who alone is wise, he says what will happen what? To him be what? Honor and glory forever. Let let me give you a secret. How do we know when the power of God is working through a person? Or when is the enemy walking through a person? Honor, glory, who is he giving it to? Anybody God is using. Let me give you a simple example now. Just the positive one, then you can judge the others. How many of us know right hand bonking? You know God uses him mightily. What do you think about him? When you listen to him, do you see a simplicity? Do you see an emptiness? You know why? God is using him. Now the truth is this. Paul said something. He says, Some preach the gospel out of what? Strive. Some preach the gospel for. There are some people that want to succeed. So they're preaching the gospel to succeed, not preaching the gospel because Christ is to be glorified. There are very different things. So another day we'll continue. But Paul said here, To God who alone is wise, what? Be honor and what? Glory forever. That's why at every point where we read, it says, he showed mercy on me. I, who am what? The chief of sinners. At that point, he could have said, I, who am the foremost apostle, and nobody will fault him. But because he was still recognizing the source of who he was. Praise the Lord. So so we go back to where we began from and we'll see what he said there for our use now. He says, I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, who has enabled, that word enabled, Brother, sister, you know what? Christ Jesus has also what? Enabled you. He has enabled you. And the word enabled, it's the word that can mean empower. So I thank Christ Jesus, my Lord, who has what? Empowered me to be a husband after his heart. Empowered me to be a businessman after his heart. Empowered me to be a civil servant after his heart. He didn't call me and leave me. He said, in fact, the way Paul put it here, you know, before you can look at this and think that his main emphasis there was being put in the ministry. No, he said he enabled me. He found me a persecutor. What it means is that if I open my mouth, I spoke against God. A blasphemer. If I open my mouth, I say things that were dishonorable to God. So he enabled me so that my speech would change. And then he put me in the ministry. Are you getting it now? So, you might be here. It doesn't matter how your life is. He says, Christ Jesus does what? Enables you and brings you in. So, he empowers you. He assists you. Enabled. He aids you. Another one says, he facilitates you. So, what he says to you to do, you know what? He's working it in you. Praise God. But, where the enemy gets us, which is what we're trying to understand is we many times we don't believe that is possible so when the scripture says for with God all things are what possible this is where you want to begin to believe it what does God say concerning you every word of God concerning you is possible praise God oh yes it's possible don't I mean you can it says love you know forgive all of that it's possible sir god didn't send you out he enabled you he enabled you you know it says to provide somebody with means with resources with authority there's one i like there. it says opportunity that came here recently and taught us on you know learning christ and ministering to people let me tell you believers we don't need a crusade for you to experience God healing through you. He will create opportunity. My first experience of divine healing, we went to visit a neighbor. I don't know how many days or months of being born again that I was. Maybe, not, definitely not up to a year or about, I can't remember. And we went to visit a neighbor and he was complaining of severe migraine. And that had, you know, defiled medicine and all of that. So when he comes, there's nothing he can do. He just has to, you know, enjoy it. And something in my heart was telling me, pray for him. Now, neighbor, we, not pastors, just, you know, just stop by. I don't know how the thing came out from my mouth. Let me pray for you. Praise God. <laughs> I prayed. though. Was it before we left? Immediately. He said, it's gone, No. Oh. As he was surprised. Me also, I was what? Two of us were surprised. Oh, yes. But you know what has happened? God created the opportunity. So now I know that I can pray and the sick will be healed. But like that, say, do I now go and put a signboard and say, He's doing my hand like this everybody with head. <laughs> you see god enabled he created the opportunity it means opportunities will come where he will stay you and you take a step he'll confirm you praise god another one i was working okay then i was now in a pastor i was working in an office just to help us understand what the scripture is saying enabled creating opportunity facilitating backing you up aiding and assisting i was working in an office and they were holding our money it was a lot of money there i think it was up to, it was quite some money, millions of dollars then. And it was a problem. They needed the money. So I was a financial controller. I went to my boss and said, sir, they, they were planning how to get, and you know, the normal means, and see if they can. I said, sir, can, we, can I pray and go, you know, we'll go and meet the people. He said, okay, sure, sure, sure. You know, God had given me favor with the man for a while. So I prayed, you know, I mean, we prayed together, and we went. that same day, they paid us millions of money, dollars then. paid us now you see god probably i mean i don't know it's probably possible that they were even going to pay whether i prayed or not but god just wanted to do shakara for me Do you understand but what i know is this he created the opportunity god creates such a point. that's what he means he said he has enabled he makes you you appear smarter faster shy you know he just makes you look good that's what it is he makes you look good he makes you stand out you know, how many of us have people come to say, ah, you know, that thing you told me, eh? I've never forgotten it. It, it, it helped me like this. And you're wondering, what did I tell you? <laughs> you know, what, what did, you don't even know if I, as far as you're concerned, as I say it, you're listening to hear what it was that, that you told them. You know, you're not part of it. Why? He enabled you. He's facilitating. He's aiding he's magnifying he said to Joshua this day I'll begin to magnify you in the eyes of the truth for each and every he wants to magnify before your husband he wants to magnify before your wife he wants to magnify before your children before your parents that's what he wants to do if you will give him the glory praise the Lord he's the one running the show brethren do you know that God sought for a man who will begin this thing he didn't find the son jesus had to come in after jesus finished his work you know what he said as the father has sent me word so so jesus can't come to your school jesus can't come to your place of work jesus can't go with you praise the lord but the spirit is with you to go there and be enabled for him to do it through you so you will realize and as you're sitting there you're remembering some promptings to say something, to declare something, to take a step, to make a statement. All those things are God saying, this is my time. I want to use you. But you see, no, no matter, the Bible says the spirit of the prophet is what? Subject to the prophet. So he can't overpower you. But as you're believing this thing now, because what happens in those moments is that when God says pray, you say, me, I'm not a healer now. Eh? Isn't it? When God says speak, you say, ah, but uh, I wish pastor were here. You know? Or I wish so-so person were here, isn't it? But, but that's not what we're learning. Whoever is doing anything is not doing it by his power. The Apostle Paul makes it clear. He says, um, I think that's where I was almost going to read from. We can go to it and read it now. 1 Corinthians um, 1, where he was saying, <laughs> these people, are, you, you're, you're, you're thinking too far. He said I planted uh, Apollo's watered. Okay? That's 1 uh, Corinthians 3 verse 4. Let me read from 4. It says, For when one says I'm of Paul, and another I'm of Apollos, are you not carnal? Who then is Paul and who is Apollos? But ministers through whom you believed, as the Lord gave to each one. It said, I planted Apollos' water. But what? God gave the increase. Now, look at what it says in 7. So then, neither he who plants is what? Nor he who waters, but what? You see, if we plant from today to tomorrow and you water from today to tomorrow, if God doesn't give increase, what would have happened? But do you know that even this uh, can pass through a farm and some seed will come to his, 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 his what did they work with now? Hooves, thank you. And then he gets to another place. The thing will fall up there. While it's there, rain will fall and it will grow. So God doesn't need you so much to plant and to water. The big deal is who gives the increase. Are you with me? The big deal. So you and I must understand it. And God has said, I will give increase. I will give increase for my glory. So assuming now, based on this now, assuming now you plant, I water, or I water you plant, and we don't see increase. We don't feel demoralized because we never even, the one that grew, was not us and if it grows hallelujah so you prayed for someone pastor i shared this testimony you pray for someone uh, the thing didn't stop immediately you stop praying no you are planted you know somebody watered who knows when the increase will come praise the lord are we understanding it here so paul says no we say i'm of paul i'm of apollo he said you're missing the point we are nobody is god still working it's amazing how people trace their testimonies to men and that's why you know it may be wrong but i'm just being careful for myself you know that's why i'm very careful about testimonies that trace and the man of god and the woman of god blew on me and he declared this and then it happened i'm very afraid of that because you see whatever thing is done who did it it's god that did it it's god that did it and you see flesh likes attention flesh loves attention and you don't know the dividing line praise god you don't know the dividing line so my prayer what i pray for every one of us and i consider is please continue to do things whether that tracer you see patients were the one that someone was asking do, does your pastor see now you know the other day i was i was just blessing god no praise god i was blessing god for divine healings in this church you know why because the desire here is not to glorify man but we've had people with cancers with prostrate issues God healed them we've had serious issues God healed all of them but you see we don't make a display of it and because there's no time that say, jump three steps and it will happen but God does it praise the Lord you know and the Bible is so clear the, the Bible says the kingdom of heaven is like a man who takes seed and plants it and what does he go and do he goes and sleeps He wakes up, he sleeps, and then what happened? They see, the important thing is that you're going and you're coming back, Abby. Do you need somebody to prophesy? You're about to travel. You can go now. There was danger before, but but you've been going and coming back. Did you need that drama to know that God is the one taking you and bringing you back? All that drama is flesh, it's not necessary. Praise the Lord. No, why do you need to almost die? because you won't show i was reading something recently about you know somebody who was saying why he ministers the way he ministers and he said as a young christian he went to church and then some woman was standing beside him and the pastor came to the woman some of us may have read it and said to the woman why are you standing on your head mama mama Buki, i've told you don't come here standing on your head again uh, and that he was now saying uh, how can i be here and this woman that I'm seeing standing normally will be standing on her head. And I said to myself, what's my business? There are angels all around. We are standing where? On holy ground. Where does somebody want to stand on their head? That's their business. May The Lord deliver them. He said another person came with calabash in his stomach. They all have problems. I don't have problems. What is my own? Do you understand? You see how people can get carried away. He said another day, you know, they acquire master was asked to raise the song. And when he raised the song, the guest minister said, Baba, why are you singing with calabash in your barbariga?" And I said, how is that? Man? So because of that, I leave the Jesus as she was. The man has calabash in his baba. When he started, let it fall off. I know whom I believed. And I'm fully persuaded. Do you understand what I'm saying? You see, Elias said, Lord, open his eyes. In fact, the man was saying why eyes need to be opened. And I was saying their, their eyes need to be opened well, well because when your eyes are genuinely open when you see that those that be with you are more than those that be with them you will not bother about them why should i be going around looking for who has calabash when the presence of the lord is here praise the lord i, I told the choir when we sing that song when we sing that song it says uh, demons tremble at you. i said that song is a beautiful song but it's not correct demons don't make it to his presence Demons vanish at your presence. They don't make it. To, even angels. There is not all angels that approach his That's why Gabriel had to tell Zechariah, I make it to his presence. It's not all angels. Do you understand? God is awesome. The Bible says when Jesus was entering the, the island of Gadarene, what happened? He said the man was bowing. They can't, they can't hang around him. The problem is anointing. When light shines, darkness does what? Cannot comprehend it. So I don't need to do a study of darkness to eliminate it. I increase the intensity of light. When light shines, darkness shifts. That's the way it operates. You know, I, I don't praise God. I mean, this is scripture. This is New Testament. This is new covenant. Praise the Lord. The blood has been shed. Do you know what? The biggest juju man you ever see will be killing somebody to shed his blood. You and I have had the Son of God have his blood shed on our behalf. When you plead the blood of Jesus, I'm telling you, there is no situation on earth that can ask change. They don't, they're wrong. The believer has the blood speaking for him. The blood tore, tore the curtain of the temple and created access. The blood has entered into the holiest of holies, not the one made with hands. That blood is available to you. That's why I said we overcome. We are too <laughs> equipped to be afraid. Praise the Lord. You and I are too we are too blessed. Jesus is a mighty God. It's more than a song. He is a mighty God. <laughs> he is a mighty God. Do you know that Jesus didn't pray to walk on water? He just needed to get to the boat and he didn't want to get wet. So everybody learned their lesson. They said, Master, what shall we do? Master, what shall you do? What? And he was walking. He didn't pray. when <laughs> Somebody said, we serve a mighty God. We serve a mighty God. Yes, you and I serve a mighty God. So we have been enabled. Spiritual life is possible for us. And it should become second nature. It should become a way of life. Thanks be to God who has enabled us. Okay? He has enabled you and I. So you, let's look at this uh, one, and then we'll try and round up. Second Corinthians 4. We, we've referred to this several, but we'll just touch it in particular. Second Corinthians 4, verse 7. It says, But we have this treasure, in what? Earthen vessels, that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. We are hard-pressed on every side, yet not crushed, we Are perplexed but not in despair, persecuted but not forsaken, struck down but not destroyed. Why? Because we are carrying something. We are carrying something. You and I carry, we are carrying a treasure. If somebody had a Ghana Mosgaw of money now and you went close to that Ghana Mosgaw, they don't, it's not the Ghana Mosgo that are protecting you from touching, it's what is inside. You and I are like Ghana Mosgaws but loaded with dollars. Do you understand? It says we carry a treasure, but you see, we are earthen vessels, so we don't mix it up. We don't mix it up. It's a privilege that has been given to us. Like Paul says, I thank Christ Jesus who has counted me, enabled me, putting me in the ministry. You and I are privileged to have the word of reconciliation, the gospel of the kingdom committed to us. But it's not our power. Praise the Lord. It's not original to us. So as we try to round up, I wanted us to look at um, an example that will help us understand this positively. Maybe I, I try and do that quickly. You can read the story later. First Samuel 30. In 1 Samuel 30, we have the account of um, David and his men when they had returned from a raid and Ziklag had been raided. And his two wives, their sons, their daughters, all of them had been taken captive. And the Bible says the people who were... Within verse 4. David and the people who were with him lifted up their voices and they wept until they had no more power to weep. It was so discouraging. David's two wives Ahinoam the Jezreelite Abigail the widow of Nabal the Camerite had been taken captive. Now the Bible says verse 6 David was greatly distressed for the people spoke of stoning him because the soul of all the people was grieved every man for his sons and his daughters. The last line says what? But David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. This is a man who knows that ordinarily he can't kill a lion, but a lion has died before him. Ordinarily he can't kill a bear, but a bear has died before him. Ordinarily a stone should not kill a man, but a stone by his hand has what? Killed a man. Now he's facing a situation he has never faced his men are saying let's stone him what does he do if david looked at david that was the end but david said no all that has happened had never been by david this matter is not for david to decide so that's why the bible said he inquired of the lord is this my last day on earth is it my men that will kill me or is this another setup for the display of your glory somebody needs to ask the lord where i am is it a setup for your glory because you have been faithful in time past i never had to fight you did the fight and you allowed me to do the shakara. he said he strengthened himself he I know some strength, he encouraged himself in the lord in the psalm, he says i will lift up my eyes beyond the hills he looked around the men that were helping to fight I say let's kill him but because he knew that he had never been David. That's why this thing is important. There are challenges that will come to you. The only thing that will keep you strong is that you know he had never been you. He had never been David. And if you have time, when you read that story, when the Lord now said to him, pursue for without failure, overtake and recover. As he started, he had 600 men who were discouraged. Okay, who were wary. 200 dropped out and he continued. If it's me at that point, I'll turn back. They are saying that 600 is small. 600 weary men. Praise the Lord. And you have not even started the fight. 200 already. That's a test. But a man who knows his source can never be discouraged with what is seen around him. And that's what every believer must come to be. You must come to a place where you don't depend on men. Our Lord Jesus Christ says he knew all men, so he never committed himself to men. One of the things that we get accustomed to because we are human beings, we like to count. We like to count who is with us, who came, who didn't come, who supported, how much money is available. Well, keep counting and going back. Keep counting and going back. Keep counting. Keep counting. How many sons did Abraham have? From how did we get this Christianity? Is it not Isaac alone? Do you understand what we're talking about? God can't be limited, He is God Almighty. Praise the Lord. He says he can save by many or by, in fact, I wish I still had time. I would have told you about Gideon. Gideon's case was the other extreme. When Gideon was going to go to the battle, the Lord said, ah, Gideon, no. The men are too, I pray you get a revelation. So sometimes when God is saying too many, you'll understand. The men are too many for me to give the victory. You know why? He gives victory. He can give it to two. He can give it to three he can give it to three thousand never belittle your position once if god be for you let's rise on our feet father we are thanking you father we are thanking you if god be for us and we are learning tonight that is we don't need anybody to tell us i look back in my life i see i see i see i see that the lord had been there I see that the Lord had been there. I see that the Lord had been there. I see the Lord. I see him. I remember what he has done for me. And tonight I'm coming back to him to say, You have never retired. You though you are ancient of days, you do new things, you do glorious things, you do wonderful things. I want you to go to the Lord and establish some things. You can begin from giving him glory. For yesterday's victories acknowledging him because you're standing thanking him for enabling you thanking him for delivering you thanking him for the salvation of your soul thanking him for the soundness of your mind the psalmist said I would have lost heart I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness he says i know the lord brought me out from depression he brought me out from the miry clay when my enemies got he brought me out so today i'm not afraid the same god the same god the same god he's faithful tonight i want you to go to the lord is it a financial challenge let the lord know that you acknowledge him in healing you the god who heals and the god who provides they are the same god the lord makes a way where there is no way that's what he does he has been your help from ages past and tonight he's not about quitting he said trust in me he said look to me he said depend on me he said let me take you by the hand and let me lead you he said to gideon i will give glory but I want to be careful that it's mine. For someone here, you have been going through things. And just because the Lord knew that the way you will share your testimony will not honor him. Your perception was not correct. So he has to dis- 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 dissemble you and remove some things from you. So that when the victory comes, there will be no doubt about him receiving the glory. Tonight, I want you to go to the Lord and say to him, Oh Lord, you are my God you alone to you alone belongs the glory to you alone belongs the praise to you alone belongs the honor i've been in this speech lord tonight i'm coming to say you have been my help and i'm acknowledging you would do it because i see that you had done it before it was never me it had been you all the way and I'm thanking you David says shall I pursue because that's all I need if you say to me pursue I'll pursue whether there are 600 men whether they are dropping by the hour up till they became 400 if the Lord says I am with you that's all I need if the Lord says you will make it I will bring you out I will help you that's all you and I need tonight I want to go to to, and tell him Lord I believe in you he says I will heal you it doesn't matter what the test report says back it doesn't matter what the symptoms are saying because god knows all things you don't need to inform him you don't need to tell him he has eyes and he sees he comprehends he's the one who made the eyes he's the one who made the ears lord i worship you lord tonight we your children we are exalting you we're saying we believe in you we are thanking you we are saying the glory has been yours all the time the work has been yours all the time you have been our enabler you have been our helper you have been our sufficiency you are the one who has done this so far and tonight we are saying for the battles ahead for the battles ahead for the challenges ahead for the journey ahead we don't presume to take the driver's seat we say you are god you are god You are God from beginning to the end. There is no place for contention. No place for argument. You are God all by yourself. We are not together in it. You are God. You will be doing it. Ours will be to worship you. Ours will be to ascribe greatness. Ours will be to give you clear-cut testimony. Testimonies that will hallow your name. Testimonies that will turn men to you. Testimonies that will bring praise to your name. This is what we are asking. Lord, be exalted. I want you to settle it tonight. That whatever it is you're facing tonight, your God is able. Your God is able. Your God is able. Your God is able. He's more than sufficient. He's more than, as a nation, we're saying, Lord, you delivered us. We have been in diverse troubles. We have been in the trouble of June 12th. You brought us out of it. We have been in trouble under a battle. You brought us out of it. We went through the civil war. You brought us out of it. We have gone through situations. You will deliver us again. You will see us through again. As families, the Lord has shown himself. He has protected. He has preserved. He has healed. You are God from beginning to the end. Lord! we are worshipping You. we are worshipping You. We are saying, glory belongs to You. Honor belongs to You. Power belongs to You. Majesty belongs to You. Oh Lord! we worship You. 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 you. Lord, we bless you. You. Lord! we are thanking You Lord! we are thanking You. Lord! we are thanking You thank you lord our god we worship you receive our praise in jesus name we pray hallelujah hallelujah thank you jesus You've been listening to a message by Pastor Ike Naokeke of the Father's Church. We are sure you've been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at e- Center Banex X Expressway near Next Cash Abuja. For telephone 09 290 or 0703 You can find us online at www.thefatherschurchonline.org. God bless you.